0: everything matters you know and and some things can improve our health and longevity and our and our feeling of wellness and other things take away from that this is some kind of a threat this is some kind of a threat because we haven't had any calories for a certain amount of hours let's get stronger let's get healthier so the next time we run out of food so if you have more energy across all the systems everything gets better you know when people first learn about red light therapy it's it does seem quite like almost extraordinary it's like well, wait a second why does everything get better because with increased mitochondrial energy everything does get better body mind empowerment get stronger faster smarter quicker
1: friendlier more helpful more driven everything the body needs control your mind Welcome to the Body, Mind, Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Seam Lunds, and our guest today is Brian Gall. Brian is one of the co-founders of Red Light Rising, which is a UK-based brand that sells red light therapy devices. And today we're going to talk about photobiomodulation and the benefits of red light. So, Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Seam. So good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, I'm pleased to have you here as well. And why don't, why, why don't we just start off like what is photobiomodulation and uh, like how does it relate to red light therapy
0: cool okay um yeah so photobiomodulation is kind of like a, a scientific a very fancy word just to kind of say light therapy you know it kind of breaks down into photo meaning light uh, bio of course uh, our biology and modulation is kind of changing so it's just really the study or the therapy of using light to affect the body. Now, photobiomodulation, of course, includes all light, so UV light, blue light, green light, red light, um, and of course, what we're talking about today is uh, red and infrared light. Mm, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> indeed like a very common thing to use very scientific jargon to explain a really simple thing. And uh, yeah, uh, I believe like it's it's been you know, it's been around for quite a while as well, like even, even since last century. And, but recently it's become only like very popular amongst the biohacking scene.
0: Exactly. Right. I mean, um, uh, red light therapy, it's kind of, I think to the mainstream, to the people like outside of our circles, you know, outside of the biohacking circle or the health optimization, or even, you know, in the wellness circle, which is kind of a little bit different in my opinion, red light therapy does seem a bit like, Whoa, 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 what's going on? This is a little bit weird, but as you say, um, it's actually been around for a long, long, long time. You know, um, we first kind of discovered the unique benefits of red and infrared light in the 1940s. Of course they discovered it by mistake. Um, but once they realized uh, that something very special was going on, that's when the, the studies really got going. Um, and I think it's, it's important for people underst- to understand that um, red and infrared light comes from the sun. Mm. You know, it's not this crazy like man made yeah. therapy that we've invented. It, it comes from the sun and what we've discovered through, you know, science kind of getting better and better is that red and infrared light is very unique amongst the colors that come from the sun because it has a very unique ability to penetrate the body much deeper than other colors of light are able to do. And that's what makes it really unique.
1: Hmm, yeah. Like uh, the m- most, most of the benefits have to do with, uh, yeah. Uh, well, at least what I've heard is that, uh, most of the benefits are related to like improved skin health and improved energy production and things like that. So it's like a great anti-aging technology in a sense.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, the crazy thing is about red light, when we talk about it and when we really talk about the benefits, it benefits almost everything. And um, that's, that's what kind of makes, it, makes people a bit suspicious, you know, because when you come up to someone and say, oh, it's good for your skin, it's good for your hair, it's good for your muscles, your joints, your blood, your bones, people are like, whoa, 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 how can this, mm-hmm. you know, shining a light on me be so beneficial? But, you know, we know now from the science, there's like, last time I checked, 3,000 scientific papers looking at the the beneficial effects of red and infrared light therapy on the body. And like you mentioned there, um, what red light and infrared light is actually doing is they both kind of do the same thing, but they do it at a different depth. So an easy way to remember it is that red light, which coming out of, you know, a, a red light device manifests as red. So you see it as red, the color red. And that is really good for your skin and your hair and for the cells of your body about five millimeters into your skin. That's how deep red light can penetrate. And now when the red light hits your skin and it hits your hair, it hits your eyes, your teeth, everything that it penetrates up to that depth. Two very important things are happening there. And these these are the the two most beneficial things that we know so far about this light therapy. The first one like you mentioned is the increase in cellular energy production. So I know you're already very familiar with the cellular energy, the mitochondria, which is, you know, the, the kind of the, the organelle within the cell, which ultimately processes uh, the food we eat mainly, you know, the, the very last energetic enzyme that we get from our food gets processed in the mitochondria to make energy to turn that into energy that our bodies can use. Um, so the, the, the fascinating thing and the, and the wonderful thing about red and infrared light therapy is that this light source, this light energy is able to stimulate the mitochondria to, to be more efficient and to make more energy within themselves, which of course means the cells have more energy, which means the tissue has more energy and ultimately the, the whole body will have more energy.
1: Yeah, so true. Like that, the mitochondria are like the probably the most important components of the cell that are going to dictate everything. Every you know you can say that yeah, every physiological function or every metabolic function in the body is also connected to the mitochondria. And if your mitochondria are functioning more properly, then you know everything else will improve as well. Like you have more energy levels, your health is better, and you know you're going to actually improve your physical as well as like cognitive performance as well. So yeah the mitochondria are truly one of those things you want to take take good care of and uh not not you know uh take it take it for granted as well but one one thing i wanted to ask you about is like why is that the red light penetrates the skin more, much more than the other wavelengths what's what makes it so unique in the in the sense
0: yeah um, I, I mean i don't uh yeah 100 agree with you actually sorry to um go off track about about what you said about the mitochondria it's like I mean the mitochondria are are, are the most important things in the body, you know, because you know, just, just our vision, for example, for, for the light to enter our eyes and and to get processed and those messages to be sent to the brain, guess who does that? The mitochondria. Mm. So if you're, if you're struggling with mitochondrial energy, your vision eventually is going to suffer and your eyes will break down and that translates to Mm -hmm. everything, whether it's your digestion or your heart or or, or healing from injuries. That's, that's, that takes energy of course as well. So if you have more energy across all the systems, everything gets better. And that's why it's, you know, when people first learn about red light therapy, it's, it does seem quite like almost extraordinary. It's like, wait a second, why does everything gets better? Because with increased mitochondrial energy, everything does get better, which is exactly what you've just said. And then to go back to your point i don't actually know the scientific reason why red light and infrared light is able to penetrate um i just know that most other colors from the rainbow because of course when we when we talk about colors of the rainbow um some people might remember from their science studies in high school that the white light that comes from the sun is actually made up of those seven colors you know the Mm -hmm. the purples and the greens and the yellows and the reds and the blues And for whatever reason, all those other colors, which do affect us, most of them are actually reflected by our body. Mm. And the the light that isn't reflected is actually just absorbed by the water right under our skin, and that's where it stops. But for whatever reason, red light goes about five millimeters deep, and infrared light, which is the invisible part um, of 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 a light device, when you're looking at infrared light, it's actually invisible to the human eyes, this is able to penetrate the body up to a depth of about 50, uh, 50 millimeters, five wow, centimeters. So that's quite deep. You know, that's, yeah. that's through in, into your bones, into your blood, into your organs, your eyes, your brain. Um, and, and again, with, with, with that, that penetration depth of the infrared light, you're getting, you're getting these two benefits, um, much deeper in your body so mm. your your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your eyes, the back of your eyes, the brain there's amazing science that's that's coming out about infrared light therapy for the brain and for people suffering with alzheimer's it's it's fantastic mm. to see
1: mm. yeah and for 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 reference, then I believe like the the wavelength of red light is somewhere between like six hundred to eight hundred nanometers if i 'm right, and uh, you do like i said earlier you do get it from like natural sun. And uh, I would also imagine a bit from like bonfires and fireplaces as well but exactly. uh, but it's not it's not that penetrating in a sense uh it's it's more you know it's not it's gonna not going to be directly reaching those tissues and those organs that uh and uh, they're not those tissues then don't get stimulated, or the mitochondria in those tissues and organs don't won't get stimulated by that efficiently from like natural sunlight, so using like a red light device is definitely. Um, indeed, like technology coming coming uh, closer with our uh, physiology and uh, taking, taking advantage of something something that is yeah, unique in a sense and something that has like uh, a ton of health benefits.
0: Exactly right. You're absolutely right. So red and infrared light come from the sun. Um, it's a great place to, to get your photobiomodulation, as it were. Um, you know, us here in, in Europe, you know, when the summertime comes around, you'll know it yourself the mood goes up, everyone's energy goes up, people get more active, they're outside more, they're in the sun more. Um, and this this speaks to the, the positive benefits, of course, of natural sunlight, but also to the red and infrared light which comes from the sun. It just makes everything better. Um, and of course, fr- from a bonfire too, exactly the same thing, I mean, anybody who stands in front of a bonfire, you kind of, you feel the warmth, you feel relaxed, you feel mesmerized, you're kind of enjoying the whole experience. And I think that really speaks to how our our physiology has evolved, you know, the, the, for the couple million years since we've been kind of using fire. Mm. Um, yeah. And, um, something, something we should talk about as well is as I mentioned, there's there's two very important benefits for red and infrared light therapy. The first one, is that increase in energy that we spoke about. And the second one is when this, these two light waves penetrate the body and, and activate the, the photoreaction in the cells of all the cells of the body, we have this um, release of anti-inflammatory enzymes hmm. from all these cells, which then get released into the blood and then go all over the body and contribute to reducing inflammation wherever it might be manifesting in the body. And of course, I know that you know, um, inflammation is the root cause of most wow. illnesses and pain and diseases uh, in, in our modern society. So you know, I know you and I both kind of live our lives in a way that A, is gonna increase mitochondrial energy, and B, is gonna decrease inflammation. And this is two incredible benefits that we get from red light therapy, just standing in front of a light for 20 minutes a day. It's almost too good to be true.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, and I would imagine like it's especially convenient or a, well f- a good fit for the modern world. Yeah, where people tend to suffer from uh, chronic stress and uh, chronic inflammation as well. So yeah, it, it is almost like something everyone will definitely benefit from and uh, i myself notice um, not yeah I, I i do notice like a significant difference on days where i do use the red light device and i get like my own mitochondrial boost so to say and uh, re- reduction in inflammation would it be uh could the reduction in inflammation be also be triggered by a, a bit from the like heat shock proteins like you get from a sauna or something
0: yeah, I think so. I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked into the science of that personally, but I actually, I agree with you. I think the same thing because from our devices now, what's, what's changed uh, recently, why I think in my opinion, red light therapy is getting really big now within, within the biohacking scene. Of course, it's, it's overflowing into mainstream wellness now is because we're using a different technology. So initially, you know, back in the day, they used to use incandescent bulbs for the red and infrared light, which you still use today, where they're still very, very good, but they get very, very, very hot. Like Mm -hmm. if you touch it, you're gonna burn, which is quite dangerous, you know, when you Mm -hmm. can't have it too close to you and it's not convenient to use, you know, for 10 minutes before you run out the door because you've got this very hot light. So now we're using LED technology. Mm -hmm. And the exciting thing about LED is that we can program it to the exact precise wavelengths that science is telling us are the most beneficial in general for the human body. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the second great benefit is it doesn't get very hot. It's warming, and I know you may have noticed, and I certainly noticed, because I use a light every day, is that it definitely has a warming effect on my joints. So I use it on my joints, I think exactly. It's that warming effect, those heat shock proteins, um, increasing blood flow, increasing nutrient delivery, and increasing those anti-inflammatory enzyme. And I think that's all working together. Um, in my experience, it really loosens up my joints you know, in the morning or before a workout. And like you say, if if I go a, a one or two days without using it, I notice like oh, my shoulders are, are clicking a lot more than they normally do, or my knees are clicking a lot more. So definitely seems to be some great benefits there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like um, you, you feel like, Uh, the warmth is definitely there and uh, also like some small surge of of more blood flow especially like in some of the regions that tend to be more inflamed or achy and I believe that the boost of nitric oxide is also there and uh, definitely like a huge performance booster as well as like a longevity booster as well so quite amazing standing by. Uh, but uh like how do you actually use let, let's uh, talk about how do you use a red light therapy device what's the w- correct way of doing it you know what's the distance
0: how long how often and so on sure perfect so um the first interesting thing that we should kind of learn about is something called a biphasic dose response so again this is a very fancy word for saying that what happens in the body is once this red and infrared light hits the cells, the benefits that we've spoken about increase from zero minutes to about 20 minutes. Hmm. And after 20 minutes, the benefits start to go down. Hmm. Now, there's, there's no negative side effects of red light therapy, only this, this curious phenomenon where the benefits will s- to start to go down. So after 20 minutes, you're technically just wasting your time because right. you've got all the benefits you need. Mm-hmm. Now, um, how to use the light. So there is, there is a, like a kind of a complicated scientific equation that is, is easily available on our website and, and in other places online, where you take the, the power of the light. This is very important because, um, like you say, from the sun and from a, a bonfire, the light coming off there is, is very weak compared to a red light therapy device. So technically you'd have to be in the sun for hours to get all the, the the infrared light um, energy that, that you could use. Whereas when you stand in front of one, one of our lights, which are very powerful, your body is absorbing as much light energy as it can for that time period. And that time period, as we mentioned is between 15 and 20 minutes, depending how far away you stand from the light. Mm -hmm. So as a general guideline, we say between about 20 centimeters and 50 centimeters away from the light. And this is going to dictate the amount of time. So the closer you are to the light, uh, the less time you need to be in there because your body is absorbing more energy. It's going to get to its energy cap quicker. Mm -hmm. So then you can, you know, if you're quite close to the light, 10 minutes, you're done and you can you can leave and uh, carry on with the rest of your day. Um, but, for example, I practice yoga in front of the light, so it 's much further away, so that means I can be in front of the light for forty minutes or an hour and still absorb more or less the same amount of energy because of that distance. Does that make sense
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure and uh, uh, sometimes when it 's like cloudy, then I uh, also like work out in the, in the room and I put the red light device. In some corner and it's gonna blaze the red light uh, throughout the entire room. <laughs> and but yeah, generally, generally I I tend to use also like a, in the morning for like 15 to 20 minutes and stand in front of it. And it's like a very good way to start the day to give yourself a little mitochondrial boost and uh, to warm yourself up, so to say. Uh, but. Uh, exactly would it be more beneficial to target the whole body or
0: uh,
1: is, it, is it better to kind of target specific regions at a time?
0: So, um, yeah, it depends what's going on. If, you, if you're in good shape and you're feeling okay and you've got no injuries or um, no, like, uh, seriously stiff joints, then I think for me it makes sense to target kind of the face and the eyes and the brain and then the chest and the lungs and the organs. Because of course, this is where all the good stuff is happening. This is where a lot of the, the hormonal production and the hormonal balancing is going on. Of course, digestion's happening in your abdomen. And who doesn't want healthier eyes, healthier skin? Um, and of course, these, these brain benefits that are coming out. You know, we're, we're now learning that uh, infrared light is able to get through the skull and get into the brain. And the most exciting thing about this is that it's this infrared light helps the brain to clear itself of Mm. plaque buildup between synapses, which is obviously, you know, you'll know this, um, this plaque buildup is what contributes to the onset of Alzheimer's and and dementia. So, you know, in my opinion, the best health benefits, like I want it on my head, man, you know, I want to, I want to try and keep my brain and my eyes and my face healthy and then of course, um, you know, we, we have a very big light, the full stack, which you can get from your face all the way down to your reproductive organs at the same time. So you're getting all that coverage, uh, all that exposure in exactly the same amount of time.
1: Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, amazing that you mentioned it. And uh, it really it really is like very beneficial for the brain as well because the, the brain is like very dense in mitochondria and uh, things like that. So yeah, inflammation is directly you know causing a lot of the death of uh, brain cells and neurons and also the accumulation of the plaques in the brain is also very i i i was i was you know i thought it might happen but i didn't know that that it's you know guaranteed to happen but yeah it's quite interesting so i I would imagine that it can also help to uh uh, or lower the inflammation in your arteries as well and uh, prevent like atherosclerosis in this sense as well then
0: yeah, it, it would certainly contribute to that. I mean, red light therapy is one of those things. And I really encourage people who are listening to, to Google it. You know, Google red light therapy and, and see what comes up. Look at, and there's obviously thousands of blogs by people like us, you know, wellness coaches or biohackers, things like that. But there's also thousands of scientific papers. And you can almost Google anything. So red light therapy, headache, and there'll be some papers coming up. Red light therapy, broken bone, and there'll be some papers coming up. And everything is showing uh, benefits to two different degrees. You know, obviously, you know, a cut on your skin um, will will get massive benefit from red light therapy. But, you know, I looked at uh, some studies the other day about broken bones. And even that, it, it, it's assisting in the optimization of helping the bones heal as part of a, a proper op- a proper healing protocol, you know. Mm.
1: But um, one of one of uh, one of my friends uh, in in the biohacking uh, space from Finland, he he uh, actually had like his tonsils removed, and uh, he built his own red light device that he could put into his mouth, like a smaller one, and uh, he, he he said that it did kind of speed up the healing and uh, allowed him to recover faster. So, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. Can, people can get quite creative with different different uh, things that and yeah you even even uh, other sorts of devices similar like using like a red light laser or something they can also be used directly on the head somewhere and and kind of boost the mitochondria in that way but uh, exactly. you mentioned that it also benefits the eyes so you, if you stand in front of it then uh, can you simply stare at, at the uh, red light or is it harmful
0: Um, there's no there's no evidence to to say that it's harmful in any way to any part of the body yet Mm. of course science (laughs) is always growing science is always learning we're always learning more but at this stage there is no negative side effects associated with red light therapy at all Um, so what you can do is uh, the light is very bright so if anything, it just feels a little bit uncomfortable to kind of look directly at it. Now I'm at the stage. I've been using the lights for a long time where I don't find it uncomfortable at all anymore. Mm. So I don't go out of my way to stare at it because I think peripheral light going into your eyes is good enough. But if I, you know, if I'm standing directly in front of the light with the light facing my face, I don't hide my eyes. I don't close my eyes. Mm. I let, I let whatever light go into them. And, um, something i've really noticed is that i've my eyes don't seem to be hurt by the sun anymore yeah you know i used to be one of these guys where i would even on a cloudy day it's oh man sunglasses the light is so bright blah 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 and now i don't really use sunglasses at all you know and you know i'm not looking directly at the sun but even on a bright bright sunny day like it's not nearly as uncomfortable as it used to be and this just kind of makes sense to me that okay, well, you know, this red and infrared light is creating energy within my eyes. So the eyes obviously have a lot of mitochondria as well. So they're creating more energy and they're having the release of anti-inflammatories. So it can only be good for the eyes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I actually think think so as well and uh, it does feel very pleasing and uh, very warm again and and it's almost like alluring as well if you look at it it's very simply like a you feel the wavelengths kind of hitting your eyeballs and uh, the entire body as well and exactly. I, I, like uh, in my own case i, I do a lot, a lot of c- computer work and uh, looking at blue screens all day but I don't. I don't uh, recognize that my eyesight has, you know, been damaged by it. You know, partly because of I also like take eye breaks, eye yoga, and I use blue blocking glasses as well. But you know, the red light would. I I, I would imagine that uh, it can still heal some of the uh, some of the uh, the you know the small blood blood vessels in the
0: eyes as well. Exactly. I think um, everything you just said there is perfect, and this is something that I know we both like to talk about a lot. Um, In in this biohacking space and especially in wellness, like wellness is, to me, um, it's a whole bunch of small things that we do to look after our bodies. You know, so like you just said, you take eye breaks from the computer. You're doing your eye yoga. You're kind of giving your eyes time to relax and to kind of focus on something in the distance just to get, you know, different um, activation in the eyes. Um, Wearing the blue blocking glasses and then using red light. These are all a series of small things that you're doing to protect your eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know I know we both kind of expand this into our, almost our daily life. Whatever we do is kind of, you know, we obviously do our work, whatever we need to do to survive in this world, but we're always thinking about health, you know, whether it's diet, exercise, sleeping properly, you know, um, getting exposure to heat and to cold and to the sun and to avoiding toxins and in, avoiding inflammation this is wellness and this is biohacking you know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) one thing i thought of at the moment is that we, we mentioned that mitochondria are very important and it's you have to take care of them but your eyesight is also uh you know incredibly underrated in terms of your longevity and health because you know the most of the circadian rhythms get regulated uh through the light that enters into your eye and uh if you're if you're if you do, do you, and also like melatonin production and and uh, everything else is also kind of being uh, affected by the light that enters into your eye and then stimulates the the circadian clock in in your head so yeah the, the if your eyesight you know starts to suffer or if it's not optimal then uh, i would imagine that you would suffer some sort of a circadian mismatch as well and you know we all know that circadian mismatches are all linked to you know all types of diseases and even depression and obesity and so, so on. So, yeah, it's one of those underrated things, I think, like eyesight and uh, preventing myopia. Yeah, one of the, another one of those things to, you know, keep or pay more attention to.
0: Exactly. You, you're totally right. And um, what's most exciting about in this time within the wellness space and also mainstream wellness is that, you know, circadian rhythms are a really hot topic right now. Um, and I think people are slowly starting to realize everything matters when it comes to your health, everything matters. You know, you can't just work out and eat a shitty diet. You can't just eat a good diet and not, um, you know, expose yourself to the sun at the right time of the day. Um, everything that we do, everything that we expose our bodies to and our our mind and our eyes and the inside of our body and our brain everything matters you know and and some things can improve our health and longevity and our and our feeling of wellness and other things take away from that you know so sure. for me and for you we're we're both pretty serious about it so we're pretty committed <laughs> and i think um people are starting to wake up you know we kind of i think we both see this from from the work you're doing i mean you're doing amazing work and from a to a degree like the work we're doing like more and more people are realizing man like this mainstream food, this mainstream healthcare it's not working anymore. We need to look for real answers and real solutions. And, and it's a really exciting time to, to be uh, passionate about this, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and thanks to, you know, we're also at the age of, you know, technology and uh, invention. So, you know, we wouldn't get access to these red light devices if we didn't have the science or the technology. So, yeah, it's exciting times to be alive. Uh, but, you know, one of the negative side effects of technology is that it may not uh, coincide with the, our, our you know, natural physiology and, uh, you know, EMFs and uh, magnetic frequencies, those are one of those things that tend to affect us in a negative way. So does the uh, red light device also have some EMF or, or how does it uh, affect the body this way?
0: Yeah, so we... Um we're always working to kind of lower our emf you know this is a very important subject you're completely right um and at this stage we we do have detectable emfs on the light but because of the power of the light and the distance that you should stand from it um at this recommended distance between 20 and 50 centimeters there is no detectable emfs at all so Mm you know, like most technology, like if you've got, got your face right up against it, you're you're in the electromagnetic field. But as soon as you, you are standing at the optimal distance from our devices, the EMFs are are perfectly within the safe range and it's not a problem at all. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you wouldn't want to
1: take it into your bed or so to say like to cover, (laughs) to cover your entire skin with it.
0: (laughs) No, no, it's, um, it's not advisable. Um, and it just depends, you know, some people, obviously we're all affected by EMFs um, and it's kind of, it's a new, it's not a new topic, but it's a new topic that's starting to creep into the mainstream. So it's just about finding balance because like most of us are, you know, we can, you know, I'm using my cell phone in my pocket. I have mm-hmm. to switch, switch it into airplane mode to remember, you know, I mean, I'm in a modern house surrounded by electricity all the time. So it's, you know, I do what I can to kind of lower my EMFs, but, um, yeah, with the light, there's there's no need to be that close to it that you're that you're being affected by the EMFs. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's perfectly safe to use within, yes. within res- um, the recommended guidance.
1: Yeah, you know some of the some of the EMF and some of the inflammation can be beneficial. Like you, you mentioned that the biphasic dose response of the red light. It's also like a it's uh it is like a, to a certain extent it is a negative negative stimulus to the body but it's it's it will yield a positive benefit in the future through through the process of the hormesis so yeah emf itself can be like hormetic uh hormetic adaptation so exactly as long as you as long as you over don't overdo it it's it's not gonna be that big of an issue and if you if you avoid all emf then you would start to get headaches you know if you walk in a
0: city or something just because you're so sensitive to it Exactly. You've, you've absolutely hit, hit the button on the head there. Um, and that's the same with like cold thermogenesis or, or heat therapy or even working out or fasting. As you know, these are like technically, like scientifically, these are like damaging the body in tiny, tiny ways, but forcing the body to get stronger and to repair um, and to get healthier because this, our bodies are realizing like, okay, this is some kind of a threat. For example, with fasting, This is some kind of a threat because we haven't had any calories for a certain amount of hours. Let's get stronger. Mm. Let's get healthier. So the next time we run out of food, we won't suffer as much. And that's exactly the same with the red light It's kind of causing this little, you know, quote negative reaction inside the body. But in small doses, like we've discussed, all it does is helps the body to repair and to get stronger and better because the next time this threat comes along, whether it's light or cold or heat or exercise or fasting, the body's just more adapted and, and stronger and healthier and able to handle the condition better.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've also heard that, uh, uh if you use it, after a workout or after lifting weights or something that it's going to speed up the recovery of the muscles as well and uh, that can be that can be you know very useful for you know muscle growth as well
0: 100% and uh, funny you say that i was listening to a podcast the other day i think i think it was ben greenfield on someone else's podcast and he was saying i think it was him he was saying that they are talking about banning red light therapy mm. for professional athletes yeah. because of the performance enhancing benefits
1: yeah, yeah i've heard about it as well
0: <laughs> unbelievable really? huh? unbelievable but for for amateurs like us that's amazing you know yeah. <laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah
1: we're gonna get on gear
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh
1: but uh, let's you know part of one of the reasons uh, it also does po- boost per- performance is that its it stimulates testosterone production in men especially and uh, I've, I've, I've seen some studies where it uh, boosts the sperm count in the testicles as well so it's it's uh, definitely a huge performance enhancing uh, performance enhancing uh, device in a sense
0: yeah exactly and, and again just to go back to like the main process of what's happening when you expose your body to this light is you're getting an increase in cellular energy and an increase in anti-inflammatory enzymes so for the men and for women testosterone is very important too but for the men exposing our testicles to this light for a short period of time you know every day Mm. i do it every day Mm. your 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 sperm producing cells and your testosterone producing you know organs um, in your testicles and, and around there are getting this boost of energy. So whatever their job is, they're doing their job better, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. The best way to use the red light device is to stand butt naked in front of it and uh, not not cover yourself up with uh, the clothes. Exactly, but, exactly. But actually, it's all
0: about I, skin exposure.
1: Yeah, yeah. But actually, uh, some people uh, who have messaged me, uh, they say that uh, th- they actually feel that their libido and testosterone drop, if they use it, Uh, like after a few days so have you have you noticed anything like that from other people or your own experience
0: i i haven't heard anything like that um you know we tend to we haven't had any real issues or complaints from anybody using our lights um we have had some people who say they feel better of course in most ways and and a couple of people have kind of anecdotally told us that their libido's gone up um, so therefore, they think their testosterone has gone up, but we haven't actually seen any results from any of our clients who are actually testing. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's a, it's a curious effect because you know we are all so unique. So everybody experiences things differently. You know, some people can't stand going in a sauna. Some people love the feeling of a fast. Some people love the feeling of CrossFit. Some people hate working out. Some people hate yoga. Some people love meditation. Um, so it's definitely. You know something to experiment with and and just kind of keep a close eye on i'd say and and for these people just to kind of really monitor if they have real concerns then then maybe they should you know get their hormones tested and maybe look Mm -hmm. at you know everything else in their life as well and and see what might be the the concern
1: yeah there there's like definitely like a subjective feeling that your testosterone is lower versus actually having it tested so you, you you don't even know like what's the actual situation and uh, maybe maybe it's simply like a new feeling that you haven't used to. Maybe it actually increases. Who knows? <laughs> and uh, you simply haven't uh, have forgotten about it. Uh, and I know
0: with like with hormones and, and testosterone in particular, like it's they, they're related to emotions, right. and to the way you feel. And if you're if you're having a bad experience with love or with your family or whatever, like you know certain hormones will spike and others will will decrease. You know, and that can be. Solved sometimes, you know, in a simple way as as healing a heart, healing a broken heart or, you know, resolving some kind of emotional issue that you might have. And that, that can really affect um, testosterone, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. testosterone is like um, a lot of, you know, stress and uh, sleep disorders. Those are the biggest ones that actually affect it. Mm. Exactly. But uh, like, what about the best time to use red light? Uh, is, it, is it better to do it in the morning or can you do it like straight before going to bed?
0: Um, so in my experience, I don't like doing it straight before bed because I kind of think of it in a way as, um, you know, this, this red light is so bright. So we have to kind of think about it like the sun. So um, to, to be exposed to such bright light right before bed Uh, for me is not a good idea because it does make me feel energized and does make me feel awake. So I notice that it takes me longer to fall asleep. But to use it around sunset, you know, your natural, your sunset time, this makes more sense to me because you're obviously seeing those red colors that you would be seeing from a sunset. So this is contributing to your circadian rhythm. As you mentioned, your eyes are absorbing this red light and telling your brain that this must be the sun that's about to set into darkness. So that to me makes the most sense of when to use the light in the evening. But also one of the best times is to use it as soon as you wake up Mm -hmm. because just like the sun, you're, you're getting exposure to this very bright light. It's waking up your eyes and your brain. It's waking up all the rest of your, um, your organs and your skin that you're exposing. Um, and it, it fits in perfectly with whatever other morning routines you have. And, and it brings a real energy boost. So I really like it. First thing in the morning, very, very soon after I've woken up, I wake up, I drink a couple of glasses of filtered water. I have a hot shower. Then I have a freezing cold shower and then I have red light therapy.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You, you mentioned, I also use it in the morning, uh, right after waking up and, uh, and uh, it kind of, yeah, sets the tone for the right uh, for the right uh, you know energy for the rest of the day uh, but you mentioned that uh, you drink some water i've also mentioned i've also heard that uh, you know your hydration status is going to be influenced or it's going to dictate how well you your body synthesizes vitamin d or something so is it important to kind of keep yourself hydrated as well if you want to get the full benefits of the red light therapy or um, or doesn't it matter
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense to me. I don't know any specific science about that question. It's a great question. But from everything else that I know about health, you know, I think that, you know, being hydrated, of course, is is super important, generally, uh, for overall health. So it makes sense to me to, um, you know, if your cells are hydrated, they'll probably do their job better as well. So, you know, you've got this hydrated cell, then you're getting this influx of light energy. It makes sense to me that, um, you know, we should, we should be hydrated. I'm not sure. Maybe some kind of a, a light hydration uh, might be another kind of uh, dehydration. Sorry, it might be an interesting hormetic benefit as well. But I don't know any science on that at this stage.
1: Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, because the mitochondria and the electron transport chain is very dependent off. You know hydrogen, and uh, so yeah, it would would be somewhat useful to to drink something before take before uh, going yeah. in front of a red light. Compared to like an infrared sauna, uh, how how would the red light therapy differ in terms of the uh, positive benefits?
0: Um, so infrared saunas are are slightly different, and and people do get confused about this. So with our devices and with most modern red and infrared light therapy devices the the wavelength of light that we're using is known as near infrared so these are the 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 wavelengths within the 800 to 900 nanometer bracket now an infrared sauna is actually using the the wavelength called far infrared so these are much higher so this is from 900 to 1300 nanometers um, and these these this this wavelength does go deeper into the body, and what far infrared does, which I mean this is not exactly my speciality, but from my reading, what far infrared does, which is what comes in the infrared saunas is it it generates heat within the cells in the body um, and therefore heats up the cells from the inside um, and that's what makes you hot and that's what makes you sweat and that's what causes all these beneficial heat. Um, reactions within the body now the near infrared which is what's coming from our lights is slightly different energetically and it's it's um it doesn't stimulate as much heat it it stimulates a fraction of the amount of heat within the cells but it's Mm. stimulating those two other benefits that we spoke about the energy production and the anti-inflammation so actually um they're, they're perfect together You know, you can use um, a red light, red and infrared light therapy to get this energy production and this anti-inflammatory as well as an infrared sauna or a far infrared heat source to to then get, you know, the heat benefits as well. So Mm -hmm. slightly different, but both fantastic therapies.
1: That would be uh, really cool (laughs) to... to have like a full-on infrared sauna with, uh, with the red light uh, lamps or the LED lights in, in there so I can exactly. fully, fully bathe in all the sun. But yeah, like you mentioned, you don't, you don't trigger that much of a heat response from the red light device and uh, you're not going to sweat in front of it. So it's not like a full-on sauna experience. So yeah, exactly. if, if I were to compare an infrared sauna to the red light device, then you know, in a sauna you would stimulate the lymph system a little bit more but uh, you wouldn't probably get like that big of a mitochondrial boost uh, because of it's not that intense and it's not that uh, penetrating. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Plus, plus, you know, a lot of the uh, infrared saunas themselves tend to be even higher than, in EMF than the red light device. So another trade-off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Another trade-off, exactly. It's, 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 I guess it's this cost-benefit thing, you know. I think about it a lot in terms of like, Sometimes I think about giving up caffeine, but then I'm like, God, you know, there's so many fantastic benefits to coffee. It's like, you know, not to mention the the pure pleasure of, of having a coffee in the morning. So, mm. you know, everything, everything within, within moderate, well, I hate saying that actually everything within moderation, but balance I think is important. You know, you, sure. you don't want to get your face up against the red light. <laughs> you don't want to be with a cell phone on your face all day or in your pocket next to your testicles all day. You know, it's yeah. just kind of, doing what you can without you know freaking yourself out
1: yeah for sure like uh that uh, that uh cell phone in a pocket is probably one of those things that can also lower your testosterone and exactly. actually lower your sperm count and everything so you definitely don't want to put it into your uh pr- breast pocket and keep it next to your heart so
0: <laughs> exactly exactly and i see that a lot with the woman you know I yeah. a lot of the times you see women that Tuck their cell phones right by their heart, by their breasts, when they're in the gym or whatever. And it's like Jesus mm. Christ, yeah. it's just. Not good.
1: It's like once once you learn about these things, then you can never unlearn them. In a sense,
0: you've opened your problem, eyes. Man. That's that's actually the problem, you know. Like it can, you can end up freaking yourself out um, and just finding problems wherever you go. And you know, there's there's so much to be said about a, a peaceful soul and just just enjoying your time here and doing as much as you can to stay healthy and stay happy and to, and to help other people stay healthy and stay happy, but you've got to have a good time too, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's, why don't we talk about, uh, your, your brand as well, like red light rising. How did you start it? You know? And when did yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. It?
0: Um, yeah. So our company is called red Light rising and, um, we just started it because, you know, me and my, my business partner James, we were both, you know, we're both quite into the health and wellness and the biohacking. And, you know, about a year ago we were just kind of like just each of us individually like learning more and more about health and biohacking. And that was kind of around the time when red light therapy really was starting to creep onto the the biohacking scene and, and the and the mainstream and we just thought it was it was really cool and, and there aren't that many companies um out there especially a year ago there weren't that many companies at all producing really high quality lights so we decided to um you know first of all we just made some lights for ourselves because we wanted our own lights and we you know we would both been researching it and we made these incredible lights and we showed some of our friends and some of the other biohackers in our circle and they were all like man we love these lights you know we want some as well um, so we decided to kind of make a company and and sell really really good quality lights at the best price that we can, you know, we don't, you know, for myself and my business partner, this isn't a full-time thing. So we're able to to really keep the cost down as much as possible just mm-hmm. to make it more accessible because it's, it's quite expensive, um, you know, compared to, to, to certain things, but it's not that expensive compared to other companies out there. So we were quite happy that we were able to make some really, really good quality lights for a much better price. And, and we're, we're so happy because so many more people are using red light therapy now and, and everyone's loving it and everyone's getting the benefits and, and that's all it's about really, you know, helping people feel better, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like uh, the, there isn't many uh, brands in the, in the Europe, especially like uh, there are a few of them in the States, but in Europe it's still relatively new. And uh, you know, there are also like some red light therapy clinics, but they all always use like this very small ones with just, just you know, that, 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 that can be targeted in specific regions, but not, not like a full panel panel or something. Yeah. So that's, but is, is there anything uh, unique about your product that uh, differs from uh, other brands in terms of like the wavelengths or something?
0: Yeah, exactly. So you, you've kind of hit the nail on the head there. So the idea behind us doing our lights as well is that this is such a proven, and such a beneficial therapy for everyone. It can benefit so many people that it should be in the home. You know. So, like you mentioned, there's you know there's there's clinics you can go to, and, and I know a lot of wellness centers are starting to offer red light therapy. But not many of us have either the budget or the time to go to a clinic you know, maybe once a week, if you're lucky to get red light therapy, because this is something you can benefit from every single day. Every single day uh, you can feel benefits and the benefits just multiply over time. You know, so something that's unique about our company is that um, it's very, very important to consider the power intensity of the light. So there are some companies out there that are making cheaper lights. um, And the reason why they're cheaper is because they're a lot weaker. Now this, you know, it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that you need to spend more time in front of the light to get the maximum amount of energy that your body can absorb at any one time. So what we're really focused on is the power intensity, you know, like that's why our lights are bigger, they're heavier, they're more powerful, they're unfortunately need to cost a little bit more, but you're getting, all that energy in a much shorter space of time compared to the weaker lights. And of course, you know, I'm living in London right now, and, and a lot of our clients in London or in, in, in the big cities around the world, you don't have an hour or 40 minutes to sit in front of your light to get the energy. You mm. need it 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes while you're meditating, and you want to get your maximum benefit and then get on with your life. So that's kind of what we were aiming for, and that's what we're aiming for moving forward.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you said an hour but most people don't have the time to spend hours and hours outside in front of like the real sun so that would be (laughs) something that yeah definitely most people do need because even in these different uh, regions like the north north and the the uk where where it's cloudy most of the time then you're not getting even like the natural sunlight so yeah like it's definitely everything every every person actually needs it So to a certain extent and uh, using these things can be like extremely useful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But like what what kind of other biohacks do you use in your everyday life? Um, So I'm really loving the cold water therapy, the cold thermogenesis. You know, I take um, uh, cold showers every day. And that's the good thing about winter is that the, the tap water is getting colder and colder. Um, so I'm really into that. And I also enjoy taking ice baths whenever the opportunity comes out. Um, I like you, I think I try and get outside in the sun as much as possible, especially early in the morning. As soon as I wake up, it gets more difficult in the winter because, you know, we, we wake up a lot earlier than the sun actually comes up. Um, but then when there's a sunny day, I love to get the sun in my eyes, uh, all over the skin as well for, for all these benefits. Um, I do a lot of fasting as well. I do intermittent fasting uh, every single day. Uh, every now and then I'll, I'll do 24 hours or maybe 28, 30 hours, something like that. Um, I try and, uh, just make sure I'm moving every day. So I move very gently every day, whether it's walking or yoga or just some, some light workouts around that around the house, two or three times a week, I go for something a lot more intense. So I'll go to CrossFit and and just really stress my body, really work work out, really really hard, just to kind of stimulate all the all the the, bene- the um, positive benefits that can come from that stress. Um, blue locking, blue blocking glasses, like you mentioned. Um, you know, when the sun goes down here in the UK, I've got my blue blocking glasses on. I try and stay away from all devices as much as I can. Um, you know, creating kind of a a safe sleeping environment within my bedroom so that I can try and optimize my sleep. Um, I also do a low carb, high fat diet, which in my opinion is a biohack as well. grounding and earthing you know walking around uh, barefoot in the nature really connecting with the earth as much as possible with you know working out on the grass and and just lying on the grass being close to the trees and the nature swimming in in lakes or in the ocean is is a really powerful biohack um yeah some breathing some meditation all of those kind of things. Yeah,
1: it's it's like a holistic lifestyle in a sense that uh, everything has to be included for for to for you to fu- function and operate at your best. So yeah, exactly. it's, it's not gonna be that the red light is gonna save you, or or the or the ketogenic diet is gonna save you. You have to kind of take into account every everything and uh, bring them all together and make them work uh, in 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 like uh, in harmony almost.
0: Exactly, you you're absolutely right. You know, I, I never tell bond anyone like. Um, You know, red light is going to heal everything. It's going to change your life, you know, because, you know, unless you're eating good, you're sleeping good, you're getting fresh air, you're getting nature, you're getting good, clean water, good, clean food. um, Red light is going to really, really add to Mm. everything else you're already doing, you know, and that's what's exciting about biohacking. Um, You know, the more you get into it, the more you learn. So, for example, someone listening now, this might seem crazy. Red light, this is crazy. How am I gonna Mm. fit this into my life, blah, blah, blah. But then you get a red light and you start using it every day, then it becomes normal. Mm. And then you're ready to move on to, say, cold thermogenesis. You start thinking, that's crazy. I can't take a cold shower every day, no ways, no ways. And you start doing it and within two weeks, taking cold showers is normal. And then you start looking at uh, you know CrossFit or whatever. Um, everything that we try that we start off it can seem really difficult or weird at first and then as you get into it and you feel the benefits and you start to actually enjoy it then i find that you start to look at other you know you learn more so then you look Mm. at other biohacks and you start getting into kind of the the more weird and wonderful things that we all get into you know
1: yeah you actually kind of realize that it is the normal so to say that these the things that might seem crazy like taking an ice bath or not eating for several days in a row, they might seem yeah, too extreme or foreign, but actually they are the normal. They're, th- they're these things that, are, that our bodies evolved under, like under these constant uh, environmental stressors and uh, conditions. So they are supposed to be a part of a healthy lifestyle in a sense of mimicking our evolutionary past and incorporating them into our modern lives so we wouldn't you know,
0: suffer from some sort of a disease or some sort of an under-adaptation. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And I love that word, you know, what you said there, like our evolutionary, uh, physiology. And, and I also love the phrase ancestral lifestyle because, mm. like, you said, that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're making sure we get the right light, Like you would, if you were a caveman living in the forest or in the jungle, you yeah. get the right amount of light. You only eat natural food because there is no processed food in, in nature. Um, you're, you're kind of using your body, in this, these, like this way that I've described, where you're walking every day because that's what you do when you're a caveman. Uh, once or twice a week, you're, you know, you're going crazy because you, with your body because you're trying to chase an animal to hunt an animal. Then you're picking it up, so you're doing this heavy work and you're carrying it or you're building something or moving big rocks out the way. And this is how our bodies have evolved for the last two million years. Mm-hmm. And then, of course we got distracted in modern society and look where we are today you know yeah and the best thing is that you don't have to
1: become a caveman again <laughs> you can yeah. you can you can use you can use technologies and uh, and other you know you can yeah do this a sense to not not uh, not fo- go back into the past so to say exactly and and then you can sit in front of your uh, red light bonfire and still enjoy yeah. the benefits. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Where, where can people learn more about the uh, red light rising uh, devices, and uh, where can where can they get their hands on?
0: Yeah, so they can um they can check us out on redlightrising.co.uk. That's our website. um We of course we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well at Red Light Rising. Um, and we 're super active, you know, people can get hold of us anywhere anytime uh, we, we do our best to respond as quick as we can uh, and the best place to get a red light right now, of course is on the website. you know We, we ship internationally it 's not a problem um, and um, shipping's included for the, for the the larger models of the light so super easy for people to get hold of something
1: yeah and uh, I 'm also affiliated with your brand and uh, I think the the code they can use for a discount is like Red Seam or something.
0: Exactly right. So it's R-E-D-S-I-I-M. And that'll give them a nice little discount when they check out. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. The links are in
1: the show notes as well for people to check out. Uh, But yeah, before I let you go, I want to ask my last question, which is, what would be the single piece of advice or a habit that you wish you adopted sooner that improved your body and your mind?
0: Great question. I think, I think for me it's, probably two habits and those are I wish that I had known more about the metabolic pathways in the body so I wish I had got onto a low-carb high-fat diet a long long time ago you know I've been on it for about two years and it's the, probably the single thing that has really healed my body the most I was in really bad shape I was a vegetarian for a long time and I suffered a lot of physical pain and a low carb, high fat diet has brought me back to right now, the best shape I've ever been in, in my life. And the second habit is I wish that, you know, 10 years ago I understood the importance of sleeping properly. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good,
1: good point that, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of other things you do. If, you, if you're not sleeping properly, then it's not going to work because exactly. sleep is the fundamental thing that is, you know, healing the body, actually.
0: 100%. You know, so for example, there if you're working out like crazy every day, whatever, you want to be fit, you want to be strong. If you're not sleeping properly, you're wasting your time in the gym. Mm. You're just causing more, more stress and not healing properly. So you know, we're learning now and again, like, thank God, it's coming into the mainstream, like sleep is so important. Yeah. And the professional athletes, they know it, you know, their coaches know it. So they're getting yeah. their you know, pro athletes are sleeping like 12, 12 hours a day, you know, to, to really get those benefits, you know, so for me, sleep and diet, if I had learned that 10 years ago, you know, who knows where I would be today.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, the pro athletes, they can't use red light devices anymore, so. <laughs> well,
0: they can for a little bit longer. I don't yeah. think the band has come in yet. And we actually, we get a lot of um, pro athletes contacting us because they're starting to hear about it. So we're working mm-hmm. with uh, some great British, Great Britain rowers, and they're, um, they're having amazing results. And that for us is just a dream come true. You know, they're performing mm-hmm. better in their sports and, you know, it's fantastic to see.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, Brian, it's been super great to talk with you and I really love your uh, enthusiasm and your curiosity about this topic and uh, super motivating to see people actually, you know, giving others as well, like these great ways to improve their health and uh, to feel better as well.
0: Cool. Sim, it's been so great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for for the interview.
1: Yeah, I'll see you around.
0: Thank you, brother. Bye-bye.
1: All right, that's it for this episode of the Body, Mind, Empowerment podcast. And before I let you go, I want to remind you that if you're interested in trying out one of these red light therapy devices, then head over to redlightrising.co.uk and uh, use the code REDSEAM. The code is R-E-D-S-I-I-M, Red Sim. But other than that, thanks for listening. My name is Sim. Stay tuned for the next episode. Stay empowered.